Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. Remember to subscribe and you'll get notified of the latest episodes as soon as they hit. I'm Jim Morrison. Today, we have Joan Trice, CEO and founder of Altera Group, and Mike Rom of Commonwealth Commercial Appraisal Group. We have an interesting topic that all appraisers should be aware of, and we're going to be discussing his recent article in The Buzz. You probably saw it on Monday. We're going to be discussing exposure time with sales. Joan, I'll hand it over to you. Thank you, Jim, and welcome, Mike. So, Mike, let's just start out by learning a little bit about you. How'd you get into appraising? You know, were you six years old like the rest of us and family members brought in? Give us give us the background. Yeah, interestingly enough, um, I actually have a degree in real estate. Um, and I, I tell people quite often that the reason why was because I was obsessed with HGTV <laughs> when, I was, um, when I was like in middle school and high school. But yeah, so I basically, I graduated with, with a finance and real estate degree. And uh, I didn't have a job at, right out of college. I wasn't you know ambitious about working in the corporate world. Uh, I came back home and my friend was hiring, uh, my friend's family member was hiring in the appraisal industry. And uh, you know, I just started out doing data entry, but quickly realized that I loved the world of appraisal because you know it's sort of like a blank canvas and it's very philosophical and, and there's it's not so much black and white. So that was something that really appealed to me. Yeah, but you know, the other side of the aisle, all the lenders in the world want it to be an exact science. They don't like your, I say you, the the appraiser's role of saying, based on my expert opinion, they want to see data. But actually, what we're talking about today really is forming an opinion based on Data. So your articles about market corrections, market data analysis, what inspired you to do this? Yeah, ultimately, what inspired me to do it is uh, a personal experience of mine. So currently, you know, basically two weeks ago, I went under contract on a house that was on the market for 285 and it was only listed for five days. Uh, I offered price of um, 270 without contingencies or I should say electing all contingencies. So I elected the inspection. I elected the uh, the appraisal contingency and uh, and the seller accepted and started making me think about, you know, what was the historical sort of trend of days on market in this, in this market? And is, is this interaction or is this transaction consistent with the definition of market value? You know, I'm not taking a stance one way or the other necessarily, but I know that a lot of people are going to look at this particular situation as they can any single data point and sort of fit their own narrative. And, and they'll say that, you know, this is evidence of a decreasing market. But, you know, if you peel back the onion a little bit and you say, um, you know, have you considered exposure time and its relationship to sale price? I think that is is ultimately, you know, a really important thing for us to consider now. So now we, we need to be a little bit more critical and ask those, those probing questions of sellers as to, you know, why they executed on a deal and whether or not those those conditions are consistent with the definition of market value. You know, I think what it points out, let me know if you agree or, or disagree, is I think the current appraisal as it exists, or at least in the form that it exists, really does not address very well. I mean, an appraisal is a single point in time. 
Nobody asks you if you think it's sustainable. And will that offer you made two weeks ago by the time you get to settlement, is it still worth that? Or is it worth 5% less? Is it worth 10% more? What, what are your thoughts on sustainability of that value? Yeah, well, I think it does beg the question of like, you know, what mark, the definition of market value is obviously imperfect. And I'm not, I'm not entirely sure how to make it better. But I know that throughout the world and other, you know, in other countries and whatnot, they actually do use a definition of market value that's more consistent with sustainable value. Now, you know, we kind of went through this on the other end, you know, at the onset of, of COVID-19 and whatnot, when the market started getting really hot. So in a rapidly increasing market, we're, we're asking the same questions now as we were then. You know, my personal opinion is that we're jumping on the decreasing market train, you know, quicker than we were jumping on the rapidly increasing market train. And, you know, maybe that's just the nature of the beast with us being quasi, you know, underwriters or, or uh, risk underwriters, so to speak. But yeah, I'm not entirely sure if I answered that question. It's a tough one. I I wholeheartedly agree with you that the definition of market value is flawed. I too have tried, I have literally stared at that definition and tried to rewrite it. And it's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah, I'd be I'd be curious to know like what your opinion is on, you know, because basically the definition of value that we use for a lot of lending transactions, you know, is different than different private assignments, right? The, the definition that we use for different private assignments or can be, I should say. But is there a component of market value, the, the definition of market value that you think needs to be tweaked from just a lender perspective? That is such a complex topic. Let's do this because I look, I'm excited to get back to this. My these are awesome questions. And I love we're we're really going to dive into this because this is actually one of my favorite things to ponder. So let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Are you ready to meet the new GSE requirement of a detailed floor plan for your desktop appraisals? RemoteVal, a remote inspection app designed for appraisers, has a 3D video scan feature, which creates a detailed floor plan you can submit with your report. RemoteVal's live virtual inspection technology allows you to personally verify the data at the same time. You can also supplement missing photographs using the remote photography feature. Incenter pays you the same full fee for RemoteVal inspections. Desktop appraisals have never been faster, easier, or more trustworthy. To see a demo of Remote Val in action, visit incenteram.com. All right, welcome back, Mike. So we left off uh, really diving into some complex stuff. And yes, the market value definition definitely needs to work. I, I think my biggest problem with the definition and the confusion that arises from it is that they use the word price in a, interchangeably with value right in the definition. And they started out right there on the wrong foot because price and value are not the same thing. And in fact, I would say that is the appraiser's job. It's, look, we don't even need an appraisal if all you're going to do as an appraiser, your job is to say, yes, that contract price is reasonable. I think, again, it's not the appraiser's fault. I think it's the fault of the forms designers and that we're not even asking 
the right questions about risk and sustainability of that valuation? Yeah, I think I, I feel like I have this conversation pretty much every time uh, a client doesn't agree with with a value conclusion. Right, right. Have you? Is that you know you look at market value as sort of this pendulum where where when it's shaken when it's not hit too hard with any external economic conditions you know it's not moving too much but and, and so there's there's a definitive trend when there's not a whole lot of external factors influencing pricing and whatnot but when you hit it really hard right on one end which is kind of what we've done right now with interest rates and whatnot it starts moving like this it starts moving uh, dramatically in every direction i guess I, I guess right now it's difficult because you know market value is is a range. It's not a point, which is maybe misunderstood by a lot of the users of appraisal reports and certainly um, owners of of property. But to communicate that market value is a range and that you know we're, we're essentially limited by the available data at a given point in time, and and I think that's an important part as well is that. We're limited to a certain point in time. We're not predicting future events and you know all these sorts of things or whatever. We're trying to basically monitor and and report on human behavior and and all these sorts of things. But um, you know, I think pertinent to the to the article is that you know right now this 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 pendulum is 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 shaking pretty hard on either end. So that the value, the reasonable range of value, might be much wider, for instance, than it was maybe. Two or three months ago, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. Yeah, and, and so you could credibly support, uh, and that's the point of a market value appraisal is to cre- credibly support your position, not to prove, not to prove anything, or not to prove price, or not to prove value, but to support it. And, and so you can still credibly support uh, value within this range. And I think uh, one of the comments that I've been saying or or have been hearing is that sellers are pricing as if they're still living in 2021 and buyers are underwriting as if they're living in 2023. So it's this whole concept of price discovery where nobody's really agreeable on price, this pendulum swinging, but then you know ultimately in a few months or, or potentially years in a volatile market like this, we'll, we'll have some agree agreeance on price. So yeah, you'll you'll know six months from now. Uh, yeah, exactly. If, right. If you offered the right price on that house that you have under contract or not, for sure. So let's do this. Let's talk about what do you think? Since we've already talking about sort of the weaknesses of the residential appraisal forms, what do you think that's not there that should be there? You've already mentioned one, a range of value. So wouldn't you be more or less also be giving, if you did indeed say, okay, my estimate of market value is X between point A and point B, you're essentially giving a confidence score, aren't you? That's exactly what my answer was going to be, is that I don't know how you would credibly support this. I know that AVMs, are developed and already exist that that provide desktop appraisals or some something of the like with an associated confidence score. I I don't know. <laughs> That's probably pr- proprietary information, similar to sort of how Zillow values your home, right? Nobody knows what the secret sauce is. They just know that you know their house is worth whatever. And there's Zillow's no standards is. either to define yeah, so- what is a confidence score. Yeah. I guess it would have to do with something like, you know, you have a given range of $50,000 and if 
you reconcile towards the high end of the range, your confidence score might go down. Um, if you reconcile towards the low end of the range, your confidence score might go up. And that would sort of be like your, your associated risk factor that, that the bank could then use to, to underwrite the deal as well. I, I, I'm not entirely sure how you would come up with that confidence score, but that is exactly what my answer was going to be before you said it. And But these are the kind of conversations we need to be having, and we're not. All we seem to be obsessed with is, what is the fee? What is the turn time? How fast can I get it? As you said, we're, we're marching pretty quickly into an, an unstable market, or at least the stock market is at the moment, and residential real estate seems almost uh, frozen in time. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, what was up might now be down. We, we don't know yet. We don't have enough data. Yeah, I think, you know, to, to hit on a little bit of what you started out by saying was like turn time and price or turn time and fee, I guess, as most people refer to it. I mean, a lot of the AMCs and lenders, quite frankly, just, you know, they view appraisers as commodities. And then in turn, the appraisers see the, sees themselves as a commodity, which is unfortunate. But, um, you know, if we look at sort of the fundamentals that make an appraiser great, it, it's a combination, in my opinion, of curiosity and critical thinking. And, and so we need to lean into, into these attributes as, as much as possible right now, because, you know, in a volatile market, there is nobody more credible or more worthy of listening to, I guess you could say, than an appraiser. And, and I get, you know, just to, again, to circle back to to the um, to the article is that you know look like that's that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about price like what is is there is there more than meets the eye than just you know in my opinion the lazy narrative that prices are decreasing or prices will decrease let's look at all these other external factors either now or into the future that is affecting that narrative and to take it a step further who are you getting that narrative from is it um, is it the national media is it your your neighbor that, that that doesn't have any experience in real estate and maybe just like sold their house one time? And so right now we need to be really, really critical of who we're getting that news from. And especially that all that news is not going to pertain to us in our submarket. So each each market is different. You know, there's some some markets out there are probably increasing still, some very well may be decreasing, but let's be critical of, of that information um, and not just take it at face value. I couldn't agree with you more. Let's take another quick break and we'll be right back. The Dictionary of Real Estate Appraisal 7th Edition is a landmark text that reflects the depth and breadth of appraisal knowledge. Each entry, definition, and reference has been painstakingly researched and designed to reflect an expert understanding of the issues that currently impact the profession. The new dictionary is an essential authoritative resource for all appraisers. To purchase, visit appraisalinstitute.org slash dictionary seven. Welcome back, Mike. And in conclusion, I'm going to ask you to do what no appraiser has ever dared to do before, and that is prognosticate. You're you're not that's not your job to be a predictive modeler. So, what direction? And you can I know you can only speak to your local market. What do you think is going to happen in your local market going forward? Yeah, I'll I'll start with the fifty thousand foot view, and then I'll try to narrow it down to give some more personal experience. But basically, so so interest rates have been the overwhelming topic of conversation 
for the narrative that, you know, home prices are going to go down. But, you know, if we really look at it, that's really only affecting the demand side. So other other factors to consider on the demand side, of course, are going to be wages and um, the ability to afford your monthly mortgage, you know, especially in this inflationary environment. So wage inflation is, is going to need to catch up with product and service inflation. On the supply side, you have all these owner occupants and investors that are locked into low interest rates, either through um, new money with new purchases or refis over the past two years. So, you know, they're not going to have much of a motivation to sell. And then also on that supply side, you have, you know, labor and supply shortages, um, material shortages. So doing my best to avoid the actual <laughs> direct answer here. But, you know, I, of course you hit on it, right? So it's submarket by submarket. And um, in my particular area, you have you have a lot of people that are coming from you know New York, Philadelphia. They're not necessarily fleeing these urban environments, but there is a momentum behind Lancaster due to the arts and culture. That, quite frankly, I feel like right now, especially in in post COVID nineteen and quotation marks, in terms of like like the worst of it. You know, I think people are are yearning for community and in arts and culture and stuff like that. So I think those communities are going to do very well. It's difficult for me to to really opine on on a trend for where 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 working from home all of a sudden now has become more popular. You know, there's a rise in and people starting their own companies. So it's like the rise of the entrepreneur. You know, where do those people want to live? You know, it, it, there's just so many other factors out there, but ultimately. I think if I were going to be direct is that we have so many supply side constraints that are going to be offsetting the demand side influences such as uh, interest rates that I personally don't think that home values will will be moving that much uh, or at least as dramatically as what some people might think. Another, another thing to consider is that a lot of the people that are owning houses right now are are upper like middle upper class like they're well qualified people right so basically the people that were winning deals over the past 24 months were were very well qualified and and so if you just take a step back and look at 2008 a lot of the foreclosure uh, supply that hit the market was based off of underqualified people. You know, I don't think that we will have that same foreclosure wave uh, because we have more qualified homeowners not to say that it won't happen. I just don't know that that supply, that demographic of supply is going to hit the market. So there's, it's quite a bit different. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know. It is different. No, yeah. I don't want to compare it. I don't want to compare it to 2008 by any means. There's there's always things that rhyme um, with any, any crisis, but now this one is a lot different, which is why it has so many people confounded, but that's what's fun about real estate. So Look, if it were that easy, I here's what I find fascinating. Everybody criticizes the appraisal profession that we can't all five send in six appraisers. They should all come up with the exact same number. Well, find me six economists today that all agree with where we are and where we're going. Is that weather, weather, uh, weather people? It's, it's, yeah. not an, it's the dismal science, but it, it's not an exact science either, any more than valuation is. So I think we need to have more of an eye on risk and less obsessed about that single point of value at a moment in time. And so let's leave it at that. And 
either way, I'm going to encourage you to continue to write. We're going to do this again. So I look forward to your next article and hopefully you'll come back. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm, uh, I feel like I'm being interviewed by a superstar. I've been listening to you guys for quite a while. So this has been, this has been awesome. Thank you so oh, much. I love compliments. That work, it works <laughs> for me. I'll see you at Valuation Expo. You might've hey, worked out, you might've just worked out a discount. I'll be there. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Mike. Thanks. ProxyPix is the first of its kind on-demand system for getting location-specific media you need from wherever you are. Their simple-to-use platform creates an online marketplace matching people needing property photos with proxies or data collectors near the requested location. Through crowdsourcing, you can get a current up-to-date photos of anything on the map within hours, if not minutes. Never before has it been quicker, simpler, or more economical to get the property photos you need. Sign up at proxypix.com or download the ProxyPix app available on Apple and Google Play. Thanks, Joan. Thanks, Mike. That was really exciting. And appraisers who like this kind of conversation, we have a really awesome session at Valuation Expo, a debate panel on market conditions, boom or bust. So if, if, if this is the kind of thing that you're really interested in, you're going to love this at Valuation Expo. Come join us, valuationexpo.com slash register. Well, thanks everyone for listening to us and thanks for our sponsors for helping us put these on. If you have any comments or would like to discuss a topic and be interviewed, reach out to us at comments at appraisalbuzz.com. Thanks and have a great day.